this episode, I'm gonna show you the top five types of expert businesses you can build in less than eight weeks. I've spent the last two years researching and interviewing some of the most successful online entrepreneurs in the world as they built their own expert businesses. Now I'm building an agency to help skilled professionals like you and me do the same. Build a business around our expertise that delivers wealth, impact, and legacy. The real question is this, how can we build six, seven, or even eight-figure expert businesses while still employed, without spending all our money or becoming a stranger to our families? This show is here to give you the answers. Join me on this journey and learn how to start, succeed, and scale your own expert business. My name is Dave Zimbicki. Welcome to the Build Your Expert Business Show. All right, let's get it going. So today we're gonna to talk about the five different types of expert businesses that you can build in less than eight weeks. Now, the way we're gonna talk about this is when I say type of expert business, that means different types of categories. So it could be consulting or freelancing or information products. We're gonna go through a couple of the different types of expert businesses and the type really gets around what are the products, what are the market, how is that service or how is that particular product delivered? Now, when we're talking about these and when we're trying to pick the top five, we're gonna look at a couple of different dimensions that are important when deciding what is the form of this expert business that you're going to build. So we're going to look at a couple of different things in a few different categories. The first is profit potential. Okay. So what we want to really make sure everybody's clear about up front is the difference between revenue and profit, right? So revenue is just the money you have coming in from customers. So you could easily have a million dollar business that generates, you know, a million dollars of revenue, but that could be at a negative profit, right? You can spend a million and a half dollars to earn that million dollars in revenue. That's obviously what we don't want to do. So one of the keys is you see people really throw around the revenue number quite a bit, but then you don't hear as much about profit. So when we're looking at these different business models, that's one of the things that we want to look at is are we going to pick a model or a type of expert business that has profit potential because it doesn't matter how good your product is or how good your marketing is or your fulfillment if you're in a space that just doesn't have any profit potential you're just going to be you know kind of swimming upstream the whole time so profit potential is a big one you know revenue versus profit another one are what are the one-time costs and what are the ongoing costs that it takes to start that particular type of business so some of the ones that don't make it into the top five are something like a software business or something like that. Because in most cases, a software business is going to have you know, fairly significant startup costs, unless you're just talking about some kind of trivial app or something like that. So you know, hiring teams of developers and doing testing and all this kind of stuff, that's not going to make it into our top five that's able to be done well in less than eight weeks. Nothing wrong with that business model. It's just maybe a longer term play than what you know many of us are interested in at this point. And along the lines of those one-time and ongoing costs, ongoing costs can be high in particular types of businesses as well, if they're labor intensive or if they take a lot of time to create the particular products that, that you want to go to market with. So again, a lot of that factors into the, the revenue versus profit and the profit potential that that business has. But those are some things that you want to be thinking about there, the time and the cost required to fulfill on whatever it is that, that you're selling or delivering. The other factor that we'll talk about in terms of choosing which ones make it into the top five are the ease of starting that business. Because again, our goal here here is to create businesses relatively quickly so that we can start generating that you know cash flow and building up the wealth impact and legacy that we talk about on the show quite a bit. So in terms of starting it, you know, what do you need to start that business? Again, if you're in a physical product type of business, it's another one that doesn't make my top five. There's a reason why it doesn't, and that's because you need inventory to then be able to sell. And there's lead times and warehousing costs and all kinds of challenges that come into the mix when you're looking at you know physical product-based businesses. Again, nothing 
wrong with that model. It doesn't mean you should never do it. But in terms of an expert business and something that can be built in eight weeks, that one doesn't make the list because there's a lot that you need upfront in order to be able to start that business. Other things to look at, maybe not even inventory, but things like what type of technology do you need to get the business going? Do you need tons of software and different systems all tied together and, and set up? Sometimes that can take a little while to do. How much design work do you need? You know, is this in a space where you're going to need tons of graphical design and packaging, you know, created and all kinds of things like that? And then how much marketing is required to get started in, in, in this particular business that model that you might be thinking of? Okay, so that ease of starting is something that, you know, we're going to bounce a couple of these different business types against. And then the final one, especially as it relates to a couple of previous episodes where you were starting to think about how do I choose the market that I want to get into or the type of topic or area that I want to focus on, a big thing is when evaluating these models is what would you find enjoyment in? What's the relative level of effort? Some of the ones that make the list actually have a high amount of effort that you'll have to put in as the founder of that business. So you definitely want to make sure that the work that you're doing is something you enjoy if you're going to have to be doing a lot of that work in, in some of those particular business models there. Another big factor that I talk about quite a bit is what is the ability to automate or outsource within the type of business that you're talking about there. So if you do have something that is able to be automated, where a lot of the work is able to be outsourced, then that's something that's going to rank higher in our list. Because again, our whole goal with building an expert business is to be able to generate that wealth impact and legacy, but without having to work 100 hours a week to deliver that. And then the final one is how much do you like and enjoy the actual work that you're choosing within these particular types. So those are a couple of the different categories that we'll talk about and evaluate some of these different business models against. And that is their profit potential, the ease of starting them, and then the level of enjoyment that you would have in terms of delivering that particular type of business. So the first type of expert business that we're going to talk about is your traditional consulting or freelancing. And so what I mean by that is basically one-on-one -on -one service delivery. So taking whatever skill or expertise you have and starting to market yourself as a consultant or a freelancer in that space. There's a lot of pros to this. This is the way a lot of people get started in an expert business because the cost of startup, the, you know, the profit potential and all that stuff is in a pretty good sweet spot there. There's minimal startup costs to kind of, you know, start hanging out your shingle on social media and saying, hey, I'm doing freelancing in this area now, or I'm doing one-on-one -on -one consulting. So it's very easy to get started there. You basically just have to declare, I'm a consultant, figure out what your hourly rate is going to be, and you can at least start down that path. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be successful right away. If all you do is go on Facebook and say, hey, I'm, I'm now a, a freelancer, depending on your skills that we've talked about in previous episodes, how in demand they are, how valuable they are to the, the particular target market you're going after, that's going to have a huge impact on, on how successful and how profitable that business can be. Again, you know, not to pick on designers, but if you're in kind of a commodity design space, like I can touch up a, an image in Photoshop or something like that, then you're competing against a million offshore folks that are going to do that for, you know, $5 an hour, right? So not likely to be very successful in that. If you're a high-end logo designer, though, and you go out and start your own business there, then, you know, there is a, a large potential there because in that high end, you know, people pay 10, 20, 50, $100,000 just for a logo. Okay. So even just within one niche in design, there's a wide range depending on positioning and all those other things. But in terms of the, the expert business model itself, that freelancing or that one-on-one -on -one consulting have a lot of pros largely around the ease of starting that business. Now, there's also a lot of cons in there as well. And so the con is the profit potential. So in any business model that you're looking at, if it's a model based on dollars for hours, meaning you're going to get paid some amount for every hour of your time, those inherently have a ceiling to how much money that you can make in there. You know, if you're really good and if you're really good at positioning and, and you know, you have a lot of great results, you might be able to get to 50 or $150 an hour in, in certain scenarios. In my background in professional services in big companies, 
big consulting firms, yeah, in there you can get three, four, five hundred dollars an hour rate that you're charging to end customers, but that's pretty rare, and that's usually only when you're inside of those really large corporations. So as an individual, as an expert going and doing this, there's going to be a cap to how much that you can make. Now, it may be perfectly within your goals though, because you can definitely get into six-figure business scenarios with one-on-one consulting and freelancing. Getting to seven figures, that's going to be extremely rare in that dollars for hours type of scenario. So that's the con to that particular model. It's a great way to start out because you get exposure to customers, you see what's resonating with them. And as we'll talk about in a few minutes, it actually can be one of the best ways to ease into some of the other business models that actually rank a little bit higher. So consulting and freelancing and one-on-one services was the first of our five business models that you can start up and see success in as little as eight weeks. The next one that we'll talk about is a large category called information products. So what that is, is anything where you can basically package up the knowledge and expertise you have into some form of information product, whether that's an ebook, an online course, you know, some kind of, you know, a PDF, a document, anything like that, a video, any of these types of things that you can create and store in a digital format is considered an information product. Okay. So obviously people buy and sell ebooks and courses and all that kind of stuff all the time. That's where you're going to see a lot of people that have started the six, seven, and even eight figure businesses. Many of them do that within the information product space. So there are a large number of pros for this particular type of business model. When you look at that profit potential, the profit potential is huge because basically with an information product, you create it once and then you can sell it for a long time and your cost of supporting and fulfilling on that information product are very low. I mean, even in an online course, you know, maybe you get on a couple of group calls a couple of times a month or, you know, you're active in your own Facebook group or something like that. But once you've got a course out there that you can sell for 500, a $1,000, $2,000 or even more per copy, that has huge potential financial numbers in the way that those business models work. It's not zero cost, but it is actually the highest margin business that you can do in this whole expert business realm. So wherever you wind up on this spectrum of, you know, the type of business that you start with, having information products as a core element of your expert business is going to make sense in almost every scenario. So you may not start with that. You may start with the one-on-one consulting, learn what's resonating with your customers, and then turn that into an information product. That's the way a lot of us get started in this business. Or you can be doing some of these other things that we're talking about and then create an information product based off of what you've learned. Okay. So there's a lot of pros to the information product business. The only con is, is that it's highly competitive. So in a lot of the niches and the markets and the submarkets that, that make money, like health, wealth, fitness related scenarios, how to start a business, you know, like, like MySpace and a bunch of these, the competition is very high. There's lots of people trying to do that because the barrier to entry is so low. You have a lot of competitors. So it can be hard to get that initial traction and differentiate in that space. It's definitely worth the effort if you can stick with it because of all the pros that we've already outlined, but it's just something to be aware of that it's highly competitive. So you may not see instant large scale success in that space, but because it's so easy to get into, it's definitely one that you want to, you know, think about starting out with as, as your entry point there. And the first two that we've talked about, the one-on-one consulting or the information products, because the barrier to entry is so low, I usually recommend that people start out with one of those two, as that is going to get you engaged, get you moving moving, get some momentum going, get some initial cash flow, and then you can start to evaluate a couple of the other models that we're going to talk about here next. So the third type of expert business that you can start up within eight weeks is coaching. And this is a really broad category. So this can include one-on-one coaching, group coaching, a 
concept called a mastermind where you get together with a couple of other different types of experts and you do uh, you know a group coaching type of scenario life coaching so there's a million different things within this space the pros of this one are similar to the one-on-one consulting it's it's very easy to start up this business you don't need tons of technology you don't have any of the downsides of a physical product and all of that type of stuff so it's very easy to say yes I am going to be a career coach or I'm going to be a life coach or I'm going to you know coach people on whatever my particular area of expertise is so like in my case with you know 20 years of success in professional services I could easily be you know a coach to consultants right whether it's corporate or technology you know high-end management consultants and so forth that's a coaching business that I could start based on my skill set you could figure out and think about whatever your topic area is and say okay well what type of a group coaching type of model might work in that scenario now the reason this is different from the the one-on-one consulting though is, is because in a coaching model you're selling your results or your outcomes are your product so that means you're not having to work dollars for hours. You know, you don't define your coaching offer as I'll spend four hours on the phone with you and charge you $100 an hour. What you'll say is I have a transformational program. I am going to get you from point A to point B and that's worth $3,000 or that's worth $10,000 or something like that. So there's you're breaking that bond between the amount of hours you work and the price of the product that you're selling. So that's why this is a different category. Because it's, it's a different category, and it's a different pricing model. There's some different you know, marketing that you have to do. There's different skills that you have to have and so forth. So it is a distinctly different category, but it has a number of other more pros to it than the ones that we've already talked about. And namely, it is that profit potential. So now that you've broken that bond between dollars for hours, you can start figuring out how do I generate outcomes that warrant a much higher price point? Okay, How do I get to or set up a coaching program that will be worth $10,000 to each person that comes into it, right? So if you can get into that type of scenario, now your profit potential is much, much larger than traditional freelancing or or one-on-one consulting. When you get into the group coaching scenario, then the multiplier and the margin goes up even higher. Because if let's say you can do a $5,000 coaching program and you can support 10 or 15 people at a time in that program, and let's say it takes, you know, eight weeks to deliver. Now you've got a scenario where you can get 10, 15, 20 people times you know five thousand dollars and stamp that out you know every eight weeks right that's when the numbers can start to add up especially if you can get to even bigger groups if you can figure out how to support 50 people maybe you bring in some assistant coaches so coaching you know by itself can be quite scalable and then very highly profitable now the downside are some of the pros to it are you have to have a steady flow of clients okay and so that can be difficult to do especially when you're in some of those those higher ticket price points so you may have a business where it kind of goes up and down in terms terms of you know the revenue and the profit and so forth. It's definitely worth considering though because again it, it is one of the highest profit potential businesses in this whole expert business realm and again it is relatively straightforward to be able to get into that particular type of business. Again, it's one you can do within 8 weeks if you have the right support, the right help, the right you know, systems and processes and so forth like we always talk about here. So the fourth type of expert business that can be started up within 8 weeks is what I call done with you services. Now this one is a little bit of a mix of some of the other ones that we've talked about here. Now one of the challenges with the coaching scenario that done for you helps with is that once you try and get up to the more high ticket price points, you know, the 10,000, 15,000 and beyond, people need or and want and expect more than just coaching, more than you just you talking to them and telling them what they should do in order to get the the outcomes or to provide outcomes that 
that are valuable enough. So what a lot of people do at that point is they start to offer done with you services. And what that means is, is like you can help the customer, help your client actually do whatever you're teaching them to do. Okay. So one of these examples is, you know, like in fitness, right? So if you're going to have a fitness offer, then part of the done with you is, is you could do like video training sessions with your clients. Okay. So you're doing the work with them. You're showing them you're more actively engaged with them and helping them than just, you know, Hey, just talk to me on the phone and I'm going to go tell you a workout to do. Okay. In the technology space, you know, it's the same type of thing, you know, done with you services are, let's say you're going to start a website design business. Okay. And so rather than build everybody's website for them, you might be going after a market of other aspiring web designers. And so instead of you doing all the work and turning over a website, a done with you service might be, Hey, I'm going to go on like a video conference and I'm going to show you, here's how you use, let's say a page builder to go build a website or something like that. So you're showing, you're working with your customers and you're doing that product delivery with them. Okay. So that's what a done with you service is. And those are things that you can add to a coaching scenario or even to a, a freelancing type of scenario that can increase the value of your offer. Okay. So we're moving up the spectrum here a little bit. The, the cons to this scenario are your fulfillment or the delivery of the service that you do is more complicated. You know, you have to schedule time with your clients. You do have to work with them. So it, it does have a little bit of a cap on it if you're the one doing the service delivery. But if you start building a team and you bring in additional people that can help your customers with those done with you services, then it gets back into a business model that can scale beyond just what you're able to do as an individual. Okay. So that's why a done with you types of service is something that's growing in the market today because the market is just becoming saturated with pure information product and pure coaching scenarios. So finding a done with you collection of services that provides a, a great value to your customer, but doesn't cost a lot for you to fulfill on, that is one of the sweet spots in the whole expert business world today. Then the final model that we're going to talk about is done for you services. Now done for you is near and dear to my heart because that's what I've decided to build my entire expert business around. Now done for you is done with you on steroids. And what that means is, is that you're going to help and actually do the work for your customer as much as you can to help them get to the outcome that they desire. So this model works in particular types of markets where let's say people have more money than time. And so what I mean by that is let's take a, like a corporate executive, right? And, and productivity. Okay. You can go talk to an executive as much as you want about productivity. Most of them already are productive what they need is additional help to take just entirely take categories of tasks off their back. So, you know, prime example of this is, you know, virtual assistant type of companies where they'll say, Hey, you know, we've got a team of people. We can do your flights. We can do your scheduling. We can do your calls. We can do all this different stuff. We're going to take a whole set of work completely off your back and we're going to do that for you. Okay. That's what a, a, like a virtual assistant type of model looks like. Now you as an expert business owner should not be doing any of that stuff. So in that virtual assistant scenario, like let's say I was starting that type of business, of course, I'm not going to go be doing flights and appointments and all this kind of administrative crap for an end customer. However, I would source people in offshore or in you know the cheapest locations possible that are qualified to do the work. And you're basically doing an arbitrage model of you know time and value to that executive versus how cheaply can I get that service delivered to them? Okay, so that's an example of uh, one of the most simple types of, of done for you type of business 
businesses to get into. The reason done for you has a lot of positives to it is because the value is extremely high. Okay, so it's not a high volume business typically. You're not going to have tens of thousands of customers. My business can be successful if I only get like 50 customers a year because I'm providing a huge value in, in helping somebody build their entire expert business inside of this eight week window that we're talking about that completely you know can change their life and their, their wealth and their impact and so forth. So the outcome that I can help provide has a huge value to it. So I can charge a high price point there, which supports me building a team that can go deliver on that particular service. Now the cons are you know similar to what we've already heard. This is a complicated model to set up. It does require a team. It requires technology. It requires like super efficient processes and so forth in order to be successful at that. But the profit potential is very high and there's a lot of other benefits to that as well. So that's the particular reason why I've chosen to go that, that particular direction. And then also the way I look at it is the competitiveness of the online and expert business space today just keeps going up. Like I've mentioned already a couple of times, pure information products, pure coaching and online courses is saturated at this point in many different markets. Can you be successful? Sure, but you've really got to go deep and differentiate. Where I'm differentiating in my particular case is the amount and quality of the services that we're able to provide. That's really the key scenario. And that's why that done for you type of model can also be one that's very high in profit. So let's recap the five types of expert businesses that you can build within eight weeks. The first was consulting, freelancing, one-on-one services. And again, pros were easy to start up. Cons were there's limited profit potential just because of the, the dollars for hours balance. The next one was information products, which again, very easy to get into, very high margin potential, high profit potential in that business. But the cons were it's kind of saturated at this point. So you really need to differentiate, niche down. Doesn't mean you can't be successful. Tons of people successful in that space. Great way to start out. It's just something to be aware of that you're going to have to get you know pretty deep into that in order to see success quickly. The third one was coaching, which was a, a wide category of either one-on-one, group coaching, or masterminds. So again, pros, relatively easy to get into. Definitely has a higher profit potential than, than one-on-one consulting. Some of the cons were it, you really need a steady flow of clients coming into that in order to sustain that business over the long term. The fourth was done with you services. So largely a combination of some of the previous models where it's a combination of some kind of program along with some set of services that you're able to deliver. But at that point, you start moving into a mode where you're building a team either of people you employ or of vendors and partners and service providers that you work with that can start to deliver some services to your end customer without you having to be the one directly doing those services. And then you can put a larger price point on those particular outcomes that you provide for customers. And then the fifth one was completely done for you services. So building up a little bit more complexity than some of the other models, but with some high you know, profit potential and some strategic advantages to it. And that's where you take a whole category of work or outcome that you can literally do for that particular end customer. And that's the value you provide. And then that can warrant the, the higher price points, you know, that people are after to, to raise the profit potential of that particular type of business. So at this point, your main question is probably, well, how do I choose, right? All of them had pros and cons. It's 
like, well, that's life, right? I mean, everything has pros and cons. The thing and the reason why I wanted to outline those is you need to map those against your particular goals. So when we've talked in the past about figuring out your mission, okay, what type of impact do you want to have? What type of market do you want to operate in? What type of outcomes can you provide? Those are all things we're going to deep dive into in, in some future episodes. But those are some of the things you need to think about when thinking about this particular type of business model. Maybe that ease of starting up or the lowest cost way of starting up is most important to you. Nothing wrong with that. You would probably start with those consulting type or freelancing type scenarios or maybe the information products. If you're later in your career, maybe you have some you know money saved up and some budget and things like that, then maybe the done with you and starting to build out a team relatively quickly so you can offer more complicated outcomes to your customers that have higher value. You know, you might make that choice if you're in that particular state of life. In my case, I've been you know, successful and have a pretty sizable budget to bring into this. I am strategically going into a business model that is harder to get into, trying to find a unique niche within there where I can get into that fast, get into that in a big way, and not be competing with the 10,000 other people that are trying to do ebooks or something like that. Okay, so you got to think about what are your needs, what are your advantages, what resources do you have, and then that's going to help you decide between those those particular business models. So if these ideas intrigue you, if even if this is the first time you've heard of these different types of expert businesses or heard the pros and cons as, of, as I've outlined them, definitely want you to think about that more. And then I also want you to think about learning more about this particular process. So one of the resources that I've created is something that I call the Expert Business Blueprint. And that's where we go into a lot more detail in each of these particular areas. There's a whole section of that content and of, of that training, which is all about figuring out what type of business model makes the most sense for you, how to productize your expertise. And what I mean by that is, is how do you turn what you know into some kind of a product that you can sell to customers? Again, not just dollars for hours, but an actual product with margin, with profit potential that you can package up and sell. So the expert business blueprint really is going to take you step by step through that to really get you thinking about, well, what could my expert business look like based on my skills, my desires, the things I want to do versus these different business models with their pros and cons. So if you're interested in that, head on over to www.expertbusinessblueprint.com and then you'll be able to check that out. And I hope you do that because I think it's going to really help you get some clarity on what path makes sense for you and for your particular expert business. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you got some value out of this episode or any of our previous ones, please be sure to go over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast. Love to hear your feedback. I'd love to see some things that we can improve. The more and better ratings you guys put in there, the faster we're able to get the word out about expert businesses and get more people on this path to the wealth, impact, and legacy that they desire. So I'd love it if you could go over and leave us a positive review. And again, thanks for joining, and we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Build Your Expert Business Show. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. The key to building your own expert business is following a proven blueprint. After two years, $50,000 of research, and working with over 20 successful expert business owners, I've created what I believe to be the most valuable resource that I possibly could for you. The exact blueprint for how to build your own expert business. To learn more, head over to expertbusinessblueprint.com. Hey, did you know that there's a private Facebook group for this podcast? Inside the group, I've also unlocked one of our most important programs all about how to build and scale your expert business. Whether it's online courses, memberships, coaching, masterminds, or anything in between, the Build Your Expert Business podcast and Facebook group are all about helping you accelerate your results. 
I'd like to personally invite you to join us in the group. Just head over to expertbusiness.com slash FB group. Thanks, and I'll see you on the inside.